welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. Today, we are talking to Massachusetts attorney Stephen Masick, who is also known as Stephen the Medium. Stephen is one busy man. Along with maintaining his law practice, he sees clients for medium readings, speaks at live events, travels doing group readings, and is the host of a weekly radio show called Through the Static, which airs every Wednesday, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, worldwide, and even gives live readings on air. Stephen will be one of the mediums demonstrating at my very first live event in Boston, February 22nd through 24th. Stephen is a good friend of mine. He was one of our guests in the very first episodes back in 2014, uh, and I love him dearly. His website is stephenthemedium.com, or to listen to his radio show, you can go to wararadio.com, and you can easily find Through the Static with Stephen the Medium and listen live. Stephen the Medium, my friend, welcome back to We Don't Die Radio. Oh, Sandra, my dear, dear friend, thank you. You know, when you just talked about the February event, I had to put my hand in my mouth because I wanted to interrupt you and say, yay! I know. Just so excited about it. I am feeling the yay over here, too. It's a really <laughs> big too. deal. Between yourself and the other speakers, I just feel like we've got the very best information about the evidence of the afterlife. Tons of help to comfort people that are grieving and just fun, excitement, uh, mind-blowing stuff. So thank you for being a part of it. No, listen, thank you. I feel honored that you asked me. And I really do feel, um, not only just by looking at, at what you've already put together on um online, but this this is just gonna be groundbreaking with, with how you're 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 putting this together and the, the, the collaterals that are going to be speaking and it's it's going to be amazing. So anyone who's listening that are going to be at this event, um uh I'm just so excited that you're gonna to get to experience this. Yeah, I like pinching myself now. And if you want to find out more, you can go to we don't die Boston dot com or we don't die radio.com and you can find plenty of information. But Stephen, this episode's about you and you've come a long way in the last four years since we spoke. Absolutely. I, when you just said four years, I can't believe it's actually been four years that we did um, that interview at the beginning stages of, of when you started this radio show and, and, and look where it is now. Um, but yeah, things have, have definitely been um, on, on the express for me, oh, <laughs> whether I want to or not. Yeah, well, Spirit World wants you to. So I think like myself, we're just along for the ride and they just keep nudging us in the right direction that we need to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stephen, if you don't mind, some of our listeners um, will choose to go back and listen to episode 1515. But for those who don't know you, would you mind just introducing yourself and uh, maybe telling us how you got into believing in the afterlife? So my name is Stephen Masick, as you mentioned, Sandra, and now known as really Stephen the Medium. And I was actually just going through my life, the majority of my life, just um, uh, being an attorney, starting my own practice. And I lost my dad when I was eight years old. He committed suicide. And back then, after, you know, eight years old and forward, there were times that I would get signs from him and, and really just very subtle signs, just sort of knowing that he was there. And I thought nothing of it because it really was not a, it wasn't like I, you know, would, would, would look up and see him standing there. It was nothing like that, but it was, it was good signs. It was signs that I knew uh, were him. And I just went through my life always being a believer because I think just the, 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 the desire to, to, to know or want to know that my dad was always with me after, after he had crossed uh, was something that I hung on to and just always felt like, you know, this isn't the end, you know, physically when we die, it's not the end. I never really thought too much about it, but fast forward to 2010 and Elix, my husband and I went to see a medium in here in Massachusetts and she came up to me and I was the first one that she, when she said she was ready to start doing the, the presentation, she came up to me. I was the first one. She asked me who I was. And I said, Stephen. And she said, you're a medium and you don't know it. 
And she turned around and she walked away. And I looked at Elix and said, where's my reading? I was more, I was more concerned about, you know, when she came to me first, my father's finally going to come through. Like this medium is great. And she's going to give me messages. And uh, that didn't happen. Uh, and my it's sort of like my balloon was popped and I just sat there for the next two hours and w really was not processing what she said. Maybe halfway through the two hours, Elix tapped me and said, did you hear what she said? And I said, not really. So at the end of the show, he said, you need to speak to her. She just, she just said you were, you were a medium or a psychic and you don't know it. So we waited to, to um, talk to her, but there was just too many people and we ended up leaving. And uh, I was very confused and disappointed that I never received a reading. Right. And the next day, the next day I just emailed her and she emailed me right away. She apologized. She said, I, I, I did not want to just blurt that out and um, not see you afterwards. And we had some conversations and to be honest, Andrew, from that point on, it was like the light switch went on and once spirit knew, I knew, even though I really barely knew, cause I didn't know, I didn't know anything about the spirit world. They just started sort of like they started just tapping me and I didn't know what it was. And, um, Elix thankfully bought me or purchased me, purchased a, um, 18 week, uh, to be an 18 week home study to become a certified medium. And I did that. And, uh, through Carol Nicholson, who, um, who is, is, is a great friend of mine and is really my, the best mentor I have. And I am here now with, a uh, uh, through the static radio show doing readings online and doing large groups. And it's, it's Sandra, it's been a crazy train. Uh, it sounds it. Can I just ask you a few questions? A couple questions. Sure, that came of to mind. When you were a boy, what kind of signs did you get from your dad? I, and I only ask this if you remember, um, because so many people are looking for signs and might not be really paying attention to the signs that they're getting for their loved ones. And they think they're not getting anything. Yeah. You, you know, and now, now where I am now, I, I understand that we get, every one of us gets number of signs each day back then of course i didn't but one of the one of the, the signs that kind of sticks out is that when um and, and I, I think i've used this before that i was in providence you know where i grew up with my mom and elix and the three of us were going to go out to to get dinner and we were we were walking out and i forgot something i went back into the house and elix kept going to the car my mother was just getting her stuff ready and then when i came back out again i saw this 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 blue balloon that was just sitting on the ground and elix wasn't in the car he was right at the sidewalk and i walked out, i said where did that come from and elix just looked and said you know, I didn't even see it until you just pointed it out. And I just thought nothing really of it. And my mother came out and my mother said, uh, where did that balloon come from? And I said, I don't know. And my mother said, wouldn't, wouldn't that be um, funny if that was um, uh, something from your father? Because today is his anniversary. It was August 25th. I don't remember what, which year it was. Um, and it was his anniversary of his crossing. And I said, that would be really strange. So I picked it up thinking, God, you think this, Ma, you really think this is, this is a sign from daddy? And she said, yeah, it could be. Cause my mother, my mother was, was very supportive with the, the soul spirit world. Right. And as soon as she said that, um, I went to drop it and cause I really wasn't sure what to do with it. And it just came up as if someone took it from me and filled it with helium. And it was, it wasn't stuck on the ground when I looked at it cause I picked it up and put it back down and it just came up like it had a, like a full, um, it was filled with helium. And my mother, I looked at my mother, then Elix came up. I looked at Elix and all three of us, our faces were looking at each other like, how are we all seeing this? How is this possible? It was, it was sitting on the ground. There was no helium and it was like someone just blew it up. And I put it back down and it rose back up. And I said, Ma, not even understanding this. I said, you're right. This is daddy. This is, this is daddy's sign to say he he's with us and he hasn't gone anywhere. So we went to the other side of the yard and I said, um, I, we need to let this go and have it go up and he's going to catch it. And that's what happened. We went into the bigger yard. I let it go. And Sandra, it just, it went up until we couldn't see it anymore from a balloon that was just sitting there. I mean, that was a pretty spectacular sign uh, but it was, I knew in, I knew in my being, even though I had no idea I was a medium, I just knew in my being that that was a sign. And my mother did too. And, and Elix did. And it was, it was pretty 
it was it just stands at one of the the signs that stands out. Mm, that's great. We have to be open, I think, as human beings, and in the present moment to be able to catch these things and acknowledge them. I was just driving, was it yesterday? And I was thinking about my dad and I stopped at a stoplight and just in front of me was John's service station. And I'm like, dad, you know, (laughs) exactly. Sandra, that's how, that's how it works. Yeah. Or I smell a cologne or I don't know who this is around me, but I keep smelling. um, It's like a smell of a pipe. And I, I took myself to the movies the other day and I'm sitting in the movie theater and I smell it again. And then just yesterday I'm on my couch and I smell it again. And then about sometime last week that I noticed I, I smelled it. It's I'm smelling it strong enough that I'm looking around like who's got this pipe. And it didn't dawn on me till yesterday that I bet you it's somebody in the spirit world. Cause I, I there's not, we have a house of non-smokers here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, Absolutely. And what, what people don't realize, because we all want our loved ones that we've, we knew to give us signs, which they do all the time, but, but absolutely there's times that somebody that we don't even know is just, is just hanging around with us. If they know that there's a chance that we'll, we'll be able to recognize that sign or smell that sign. And then, then they're like giving like a little applause, like, Oh, she got it. She got it. And you know, the, the wild thing is it doesn't even matter if you didn't know the person, what spirit tells me is that they still get validation from that. And it, it means so much to them that they penetrated through the veil to get to somebody. And that just gives them the confidence then to go to the, to the people that they really knew, you know, when they were, you know, on earth. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Oh, you know, you say that I just spoke to someone not too long ago and they were talking about sitting in a, um, a de- development circle and all this evidence was coming in really detailed for people, uh, a really detailed coming through them, but nobody there could take the evidence. And so, you know, they got a little frustrated, like, why am I seeing things in such clarity or hearing them or feeling them? And then it was another medium who came into the group and without even knowing about that last meeting, uh, this woman said, or I think maybe it was a man who said it, uh, spirit world just wants me to tell you that you're the perfect development circle for the people in the unseen world to practice putting their feelings, their images, their thoughts into people. So we can't, we can't, um, like I always thought once we cross over that we've got all the powers in the universe. I think, no, we're still people. And we have to learn from that point of view, how to manipulate a balloon, how to make the smell of a pipe, you know, through energy, whatever that may be. Don't you agree that there's got to be some learning on their point of view as well? Absolutely, Sandra. And that's what I had just mentioned about um, uh, people thinking it's always just their loved ones, but it, it really isn't. It's just, it's sometimes it's even like in your case, it could be somebody who is, is ready to reach out and says, you know what, I, I'm not sure how, which family member or if they're even, that I'm feeling like they would be able to, to get my sign where they are currently but let me try this out on somebody who's very connected. And that's what, that's what happens all the time. And then they get to, they build their confidence and it takes spirit tells me all the time that it takes a, a huge amount of energy, just like it does for, for mediums to connect. But it also takes a huge amount when they even come in as visits in dreams that takes so much energy. And I know people say, why don't I dream of, of my mom, my dad, you know, my grandmother more often. And a lot of times it's, it's, it's also because of the other side. It takes, they give signs all the time, but it takes a lot of energy. Uh, and it's, 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 um, it's tiresome different there than it is here for us. Cause yeah. I know when I'm done a two hour event, I am like, I am done. I'm, I'm so tired. It's different from them, but it, it still takes a lot of energy to, for them too. So um, so that makes perfect sense what, you know, the, the, whoever the person is with the um, cigar. Yeah, that's it's, it's funny because it's like, hey, let's practice on Sandra. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, as far as energy goes, Stephen, does our energy as a human being make a difference in a reading? Because like right now, you and I were laughing just before we got on. I feel great. So would I be more prone to help the spirit world with their energy than somebody who's like in a really deep, dark state. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, I think it definitely 
helps. I, absolutely, because the whole, like, the number one um, driving force here is energy. I mean, it, because we're all made up of energy, whether people, animals, plants, trees, everybody, everything is made up of energy. So absolutely. So if you, you come in with, you know, just the excitement and having like a, you know, a, a, a high level of energy, absolutely. But I also have been in situations that I've done readings say that, uh, people in the group are a hundred percent skeptics with their legs crossed, their arms crossed. And, you know, I know, you know, some mediums will say, you know, uncross your legs and cross your arms. And I mean, you can't always just tell people to do that because people just won't do right. that sometimes. Right. Don't tell and, me what to do. Um, exactly. And, and, um, but a, a lot of times in my experience is that even someone who is their energy is, uh, they, what they, they, they think is closed down and they're, they're skeptic and no, this isn't, I don't believe this. This isn't, this isn't true. Uh, spirit then will in many cases take over and actually they'll ask others in spirit, whether if it's me as the medium, they'll ask my guides. I have specific guides that will help add energy to the person who's trying to come through to sort of beef it up because the person that, that, that is sitting in front of me is not really, you know, like again, a skeptic. So they add the energy and they can, they can get the messages um, through them or to them, which is, is, is also pretty remarkable to see. But yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely think that, you know, when someone's coming in with a high level of energy, the more energy you have, it's better for spirit because they use that energy. So it's, and, and I use that energy as a medium. So, um, so I think there's definitely a difference. Yeah, I do too. And things like feeling gratitude and joy and just thinking about the best times, your best vacation, like all of those things can raise that, that energy level. Stephen, I want to ask you, I, I know you as a medium and you've great. Um, have you had readings where even you're shocked with some of the things that come out of your mouth as far as the level of evidence? Every day, Sandra, every single day. Um, and, and, you know, I, unfortunate or fortunately for me, I'm theatrical anyway. And when I'm sitting there reading or standing, you know, there's times that like, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I'm in my office and I'm doing a reading, whether it's for one or three or five. And my chair just swings back with, I just, I'm so, so shocked and so surprised that what spirit just gave or how they gave it or, and how the person connected um, for, for, you know, again, for, for the evidence uh, to let the people know that their loved ones are here. It's, it's, I think it's daily. Daily, I, I haven't been doing this since I was a kid, but since I have been doing it daily, I, 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 get surprises. I learn from spirit. And, and I, I got to say, Sandra, it, it, at least weekly, I'll say to Elix or to say to someone, spirit is amazing. I don't know how they do it. And I still feel that way. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's good, really good. And, and I think just from what I've learned, taking a couple of mediumship courses, you are just like the telephone, you are bringing through what they tell you or make you feel. And it's it's not your job to figure it out, but it's your j job to convey what they're trying to get through to you. Correct? Exactly. A absolutely. And and one of the things um, as a medium you have to learn is is just th these particular feelings and symbols and signs. And one of the things I've learned is that they 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 really use like they when I started reading, they just move all my personal thoughts out of my head. I'm not really sure how they do it, but they do. And then they start replacing them with what they want me to see. But it's really based on my experiences here in, in, in the physical world. And they use that to, to, to have me get to the, the messages that they, they, they want to give. Um, it's just, you know, and, so, and sometimes there's consistent, you know, when I see a bouquet of flowers, right away I know that I have to ask birthday anniversary, very close, usually two weeks back, two weeks forward. Those, it's something that spirit uses all the time. And, and when I first started doing this, I have like a, a diary book and, and I would say like a bouquet of flowers equals um, anniversary birthday. And then I just, horses equals gambling. I, I don't know how they do it, but they just, <laughs> they kind of, they kind of assign certain things, but there are times on my radio show yesterday, um, I was reading somebody in kept seeing this, this lazy Susan. And I, I asked about it and it's the first time I've seen it. So I have to also, it's like a learning experience. I have to figure it out. 
And ultimately what spirit was giving me was somebody moving, moving, either moving in or moving houses because it was the lazy Susan was moving furniture and that's what they do. And sure enough, the woman I was reading, her boyfriend just moved in with her. So it's, 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 it's really, um, I keep saying, you know, I'm running out of words, Sandra, amazing, crazy, I know. incredible. It's just, it is, it's just, it is the way they give me these particular, you know, signs and feelings and, and it changes every day. Sometimes I'll feel things without seeing things. Sometimes I feel, see things without feeling things. It's, it's constantly shifting and changing. Well, if I was the spirit world working through Stephen, the medium, and I'm picking up that, Oh, every time uh, I show him flowers, he he knows this is going to be a birthday or anniversary. It's shorthand. And if it is all energy and they've got a heavier message to bring through, yeah, if they can use what's in your mind for a little shorthand to get right away, like that would make sense. That's just logical to me. Yeah, yeah. It took me a little bit, Sandra, to to understand that, you know, and and that was all through my my um, studying. To, to you know, that was one of the things that uh, that that Carol Nicholson, um, when I was doing her her trainings, said to the class that she was teaching, is that you know, write you you, you got to write down, you know, because the, the spirit will just. You said it perfectly, Sandra. They'll others coming through in spirit will say, oh. Stephen knows this equals this, so I'm going to use this again. But there are spirits, though, that are a little crazy, and they, they want to show off, and they'll show me something that is not the usual sign, and I'll ultimately get there. But I always think, you, you really had to do that? You know, I already have a sign for that. But they, they, they do funny. it anyway. Yeah, they do it anyway, and I think it's it's all ingested. The whole purpose of of what I do is that our loved ones one want to let everyone know they're still here but they want us to laugh and to smile and they want us they want the people I'm reading that when the 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 hours over or the two hours are over whatever I'm doing to walk out with less burden less guilt getting them through the grieving process a little bit better and even if that door opens just a little bit and brings them in a better place then then i feel i've done my job and and spirit has done their job so that's what it's that's what it's really all about it is it's all about love it is about about love love. in my radio show i picked um a lot of love as the it's the only song i use as the opening at at the ending when i'm doing commercials and um, because I just, I, I've, number one, I love the song. I love Nicolette Larson. But um, but number two, I just thought, this is perfect. A lot of love. That's what this is all about. Yeah, let's talk about your radio show, my friend, because kudos to you for doing it. And you're doing a live radio. And it's also broadcast across the world on uh, com. How did you get into it? Why did you get into it? And what are you enjoying about doing it? Well, I'll tell you, Sandra, and you, I know you're going to hear a lot of similarities to what you're doing right now, because as we, we mentioned, I don't know if on the show or prior to the show, about how spirit leads us. And we have we, we just we have to follow it and they're going to make sure we get there. Yes. So uh, uh, maybe three years ago, I think it was Dave Kane, who is a, a comedian, a radio host. He's been in the business forever and a great guy. He reached out. He called me one day. I was leaving court and said, you know, who he is. And he has a radio show um, on WARA Saturdays um, uh, called Canaan Company. And um, I just found out or heard that you're a new medium. And would you be interested in coming on the show? And I'm like, absolutely. And how it happened, uh, a woman who, who came to me for a reading, she was in a presentation that he was doing. He lost his, his um, very sad, he lost his son in the station fire in Rhode Island in the early 2000s. He was the, his son was the youngest um, uh, person uh, who crossed in that fire, that, that um, fire in this club. And I think he was 18. And so Dave Kane does presentations about, um, you know, the afterlife. And this woman came up and said, you know, I was just, I just had a reading um, with Stephen. Do you know him? And he didn't. So that's why I came onto the show and Dave would, you know, periodically every several months ask me to come on. And um, ultimately after a couple of years of doing it and the phones were, were ringing off the wall, calling in and people wanted to get readings. I had a, a conversation with uh, Jim Jones uh, the station manager who was, uh, they're all amazing there, the guys that work there, uh, about um, having my own show. And ultimately, uh, that's the conversations kept you know moving forward. And July 25th of this year was the, um, the initial show. 
And, you know, I actually even did um, a contest to name the show through the static. And I had over 200 um, people give me names and I narrowed it down to five and ultimately picked through the static. And I'm very happy I did. And it has been, it's another, another chapter in this whole spirit world, Sandra, that um, it's, it's a venue, it's a voice that hopefully I'm doing spirit proud. But what I love is that people call in and um, on the spot, I do readings, I do live readings and, and people love it. Elix, also my husband is, is really my co-host. It wasn't set up that way. It wasn't, you know, if I do this radio show, Elix, will you come on? It really wasn't like that. It just kind of fell. It, I don't know. Right. It just, the fell that way. Exactly. In the first episode, and, and Elix used to actually come on with me when I was on Dave Kane. Um, um, and I don't know what happened. It just, he came on and um, from what people say that the, the dialogue um, back and forth with us is people like, it's great. And, you know, being with Elix for going on 26 years, uh, I love him being there. And so the show is, I never, Sandra, even two years ago would have, if you said to me, you know, do you think you can have your own radio show? I would look at you and say, absolutely not. I've never done a radio show. I wouldn't even know how to do a radio show. And now I'm doing it. And the people that call up and I've had people call from um, Scotland, from Australia, from uh, South America. It, it's, it's pretty, it's amazing. Yeah. It's rare. I think that there's a show like yours. I think it is unique and one of a kind. And I listened to a couple episodes actually this morning while I was getting ready and it just makes me really happy that you're doing it. And cause you never know, even when you're listening to a replay, this is for the listener who's listening now, whether it's a replay of my show, Stephen's show, uh, something empowering like this, you just never know what you hear when you need to hear it. And I think the spirit world, our spirit guides, our loved ones have a, really wonderful knack of getting us to listen to things. And then, you know, there's some days that I'm pretty down because I'm human as well. But then, you know, I hit something, you know, I listen to something like that and it just strikes a nerve and it's like, ah, puts life into perspective. Because if you don't mind just sharing, um, well, a couple of things. When we go into the spirit world, do we retain our own personalities? Are we still us? And then also, do you think there's a bigger picture about why we're here living on earth? I know it's a pretty deep question, but it might help some going on holiday time right now, just deal with some of our own fears and uh, down days and missing our loved ones and things like that. Is there a purpose? Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, our personalities stay the same when, when we come into spirit. I always tell people what does change are like sort of the the earthly things that we have here, you know, like the jealousy or the egos or the anger or holding on to Hallelujah. things. Hallelujah. Yes, absolutely, Sandra. That's all it's all left here. It's, it's all let go. And one of the examples I always get is that um, I'll be reading someone and say, uh, your, your, your dad's talking about the, the, the cross, the tattoo cross. I just, this just happened a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the girl looked at me like shocked and said, it's on her back, which of course I couldn't see it. And she said, um, I can't believe that my father would bring that up because he would hate it. And, you know, and I always have to say that, you know, those, he loves it. He loves that, what it gives you, what it makes you, how it makes you feel. And that kind of earthly stuff is gone. So, which is a great thing, but for the most part, yes, we keep our personalities. And yes, I mean, I, I completely think that this is just a small snippet of, of, of the, the bigger picture. And um, when we're here, I, I think I really believe from what spirit tells me that we come in clusters. We come with certain people that we're supposed to be here with and, you know, we, if we're lucky enough, we find our purpose. And, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that just, that just don't. And um, they always, everyone learns, we all learn when we're here, but some of us, you know, some of us grab the reins of our purpose and we just take it. And, you know, um, we, we learn a hundred percent of what we're supposed to. And some maybe learn 50%, which is, which is fine because we're all different. We're all different. Um, um, uh, Spirit here in the physical world that are on our own journey, and we have to take that journey the way we need to take it. So everybody, you know, no judgment. Everybody has to to do what they need to do um, and and learn how they need to learn. But 
you know, that is a deep question that the, I think it's a huge picture. And I think that mm-hmm. you can tie in the, the coming back in different lives. And um, I think it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible how this whole thing is set up. I, I do think though, people have asked me many times, I do think personally, and I know others may disagree with me, but when we cross and we leave that, uh, um, say, say Sandra, let me use my dad. Say my, my dad's in spirit. He's crossed. And, and, um, it's almost like what spirit tells me it's like a tree and that the, the base of the tree is my dad. And then there's all these other branches that my dad eventually, if he does get reincarnated and comes back into, you know, into, to this earth in a different, you know, as a different person, a, a, a different, an animal, a, a different, um, sex, whatever it is, the base of that tree is always there. So in my experience, when I'm reading somebody, that, that, that the loved one you remember is always there. And I, I, I just, you know, I know that people say, well, if the person's reincarnated, does that mean that I can't get in touch with them anymore? And um, in my experience, uh, absolutely not. It's, they're always there. The base is there. And the other branches can be other different lives, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. You know, there's been mediums that have done experiments that like a person, a loved one, showed up at the exact same time at two different readings across the world um, with two sisters. I I think one was in Australia, one was in the United States. The mother came through the exact same time. I think that our current brains cannot handle or figure out like the law of the cosmos. I mean, we're in a universe of many, many, many universes, and we couldn't possibly with the minds we have figure it all out. So I think the afterlife is the same thing. We don't know how it works, but I do believe in my heart that our loved ones can be at two different places at the exact same time. And so if that means, um, you know, the jury is still out with me on the whole reincarnation thing. It makes sense to me. uh, But until I cross over, I won't know for sure. However, I know that people have come through readings that have been dead 300 years. Now, reincarnation would say that they're back on the planet somewhere. So I do think there is a part of us, yes, that is always us, always accessible. And and who really knows where it goes beyond that? But it really doesn't matter. If it's empowering us for our life now, we can rest assured that our loved ones are available, if that makes sense. Right. No, it, it makes perfect sense. And I just, I bring that up because a couple of years ago, I had an experience with, you know, my best friend and and Elix, we went to see um, somebody who was doing past live readings. And when we were all there, they're all separate. We all had our separate time. And when we went to dinner and we were talking about things, uh, my best friend asked this particular person, um, because the person said, do you have any questions? And, and, and my best friend asked about his mom. Is, is my mom here? And the person's response was, uh, she's, not, she's no longer available because she's reincarnated. And I just thought, my God, I mean, if, as a medium, if I wasn't with him and he walked out of there, that would be, I can't imagine if it was me walking out of there thinking, oh my God, my dad is not here anymore. Right. Like, I, I, Sandra, I thought I, you know, I was, I, I went through a lot of emotions when he told me that I was mad. I was, I wanted to explain and said, you know, and, and his mom comes through all the time. She's constantly coming through. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that, you know, I, I would never, ever want someone to leave there thinking that, you know, their mom, grandmother, dad, whomever is no longer here because they're reincarnated because of course they are. They're watching, they're guiding. They want us to live our best lives. They live up there. They live their lives through our eyes. So it was just something that, that really um, hit me hard. And I just thought, Oh my God, I would never want anyone to leave a reading that way. Now my mom's got a really good saying. She's like, what do you call the person who graduated at the bottom of their class and met from medical school? And the answer is doctor, right? So right. <laughs> I love that because in, in any profession, uh, people can hang the shingle saying anything. And so I recommend people that are interested in seeing a medium, just because they say psychic medium, uh, doesn't mean they're great. Just like going to a restaurant. 
you know, you go to a restaurant for the first time, yeah, you may like it, you may not. But if you have 20 friends telling you, oh my God, you're going to love the pasta primavera at such and such a place. It's like you, you tend to go, well, maybe I'll try that, you know? So absolutely, whoever that woman was, uh, and I, I also know of mediums and psychics that give like bad information, negative things are going to happen. And I think there's a code of ethics. And I also think no one really can guarantee the future. And it's like, right. you know, when you, when you get somebody like that, it's uh, can do so much more harm. Yeah, absolutely. And I only brought that up, Sandra, because it was something that just a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. was brought up on my radio show. And for for your listeners, just I, I just want to make sure everyone that listens, uh, that they just know that our loved ones are always with us. Oh, and do we need to go to a medium to talk to our loved ones? Uh, yes. Only me, Stephen, the medium. That's all you need to say. So. <laughs> no, not at, Sandra, not, not at all. You know, when back before I was a medium and I used to hear mediums saying how everyone is intuitive, you know, I always wanted to grasp onto that, but then also thought, you know, cause I'm human too. And, and thought, uh, but are they saying that because they just want us to come to their classes? Yeah. But now that I'm a medium and seeing this and um, I know a hundred percent that every one of us are connected and every one of us receive many, many signs every day. It's what you said earlier, Sandra. It's just, you've got to get out of the technology we have. You've got to be present and you will see the signs. It's just, it's just switching your mind a little bit, but boy, when you switch it, it's, it's like, you know, it's like Dorothy opening the door in black and white into color. You all of a sudden see all these signs. And that's why when you look at someone and say, how can my best friend gets all these signs and I, and I receive nothing, right. it's not about you're not receiving it. It's that you just have to switch your mind a little bit and be open to it, observe it, and you'll get your signs. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's like act as if, you know, you put a smile on your face if you're in a miserable mood you start feeling happy. Act as if you can see signs. Pay attention. Well, what signs can I see? Talk to your loved one and and, and just be open for what comes through. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. I love talking to you. So it's holiday time. Uh, we are recording this just a couple of weeks away from Christmas. Um, any advice or thoughts about for those who have a loved one no longer with them in the physical, but how they can go forward in this holiday season. Um, just a little bit of comfort or advice. Yeah, Sandra. I mean, I, I know it's difficult no matter when you lose somebody, but the holidays, the, the holidays beef up that emotion, that sadness, that grieving, because it's, it's, it's when families get together. So, you know, I, I tell people even from now, you know, in this, in the Christmas season, the holiday season, to, to people, first of all, number one, what I mentioned before is that you have to really, you have to hold on to the, 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 the notion that your loved ones who have crossed are still here. I know it's a biggie that they're not here physically, but the, 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 the analogy I always use, it's just like a caterpillar who changes into a butterfly. The caterpillar is you know, a one physical way and changes as it changes into the butterfly, which is completely physically, completely different. But the essence, the soul of, of that caterpillar and the butterfly are the same, same thing. We lose the physical piece, but energy wise, spirit wise, we're still here. And what you said is perfect, Sandra, is that I tell people, make sure you talk to your loved ones and ask them to, to, to show you signs. But when you ask them, then surrender it and say, listen, ma, dad, give me a sign. I really need to know you're here, but I'm going to surrender it. I know you're going to help me to, to be able to see it. And I know you're going to give it to me. And it's not like if you ask for a penny, it's going to fall from the ceiling onto the floor. But I guarantee you within very short period of time, you're going to open the door to the supermarket and see the penny and pick it up and look at the year and say, Oh my God, that was the year I was born. Ma, dad. And that's how it works. And, and I think that really is a way to, to hold on to, to when you get that sign, wrap yourself around it and just remember it, write it down, date it and say, and and so when you're feeling bad, some subsequent time, you look at it and say, I got, I know you did this, ma, I know you did this and I know you're here. That's the, the, I think the best advice, just knowing, telling people your loved ones are still here. They're standing right next to you. They're, they're, they're in front of you. They're behind you 24 seven. 
they're with you. They know what everything's going on and how much all they want to do is just give love. They do. And one of my guests back sometime last year just had a great practice that I thought was so unique is um, have a cup of coffee or whatever and put an empty cup across the table from you. Start carrying on a regular conversation with your loved one. Give them, close your eyes, give them the opportunity to draw close and see how that feels. Just maybe even set a date with them for when you're going to do this. And like I said, I don't believe we get all the wisdom of the universe when we cross over, but give them time to practice getting in touch with you and and using uh, some of their energy to, to create this signs. Even you could even set a place at the Christmas or Hanukkah table for your loved one and include them and, I tell you that those kind of steps really do help, especially if you are experiencing grief, because even though you can't see it, you can believe it. I mean, I always say you can't see the wireless signal that connects us right now or the GPS signals or television rays, but they're very, very real. And so right, no, you're absolutely. I love, I love Sandra. I love that. Um, what you just said that, and I'm going to do it this year and I'm going to have to go out today and buy a, a much bigger dining room table. Cause if there's going to be a lot of settings <laughs> on that table, <laughs> but I love it. That is, that is so genius. It's wonderful to do that. Anything that helps you, um, is, is good with me. Yeah, that, yeah, that's great. And then also, um, I was at a funeral and I heard the priest talk about grief and having the loved one physically die. But he said, imagine that they get on a cruise ship and they're carrying on all you can eat buffets and the dancing and the beautiful locations. And then, you know, they end up on this tropical island and everything's just beautiful and they're great. They're doing great. And they can always be in contact with the phone. You can't see them, but it was just a really neat way to say, they're great. Yes, we're going to be left grieving and we'll miss them. But having that certainty that we're going to go meet them, you know, like our, our, I, I heard a great quote that our lifetime here is but a thread in the fabric of our soul. There is so much a bigger picture to who we are. And although it's tough, I know firsthand how painful it is to have a loved one uh, not here physically. Um but man, I want, and Stephen does too, give you the hope and the confidence to know that we don't die. They're still around. You can be in touch with them, still talk to them. And their love and you know, certainly Sandra, doesn't die. I was going to say, Sandra, one of, the, one of the best expressions I've ever heard, which I think is a reason for it, is that grieving and gratitude can show up at the same table. And I love that because that's what you need. You know, when you're grieving, it's, it, it, you have to grieve the way you grieve. But it's okay to then bring in gratitude as you're grieving. That's going to help you connect with spirit. Absolutely. It is. And um, I'm getting a picture in my mind of this little sprout coming through the ground with the leaves growing and all that. I believe it from my experience that grief can be the thing for new growth. It can get set. Some of us on our spiritual journeys or our, uh, our search for the meaning of life and, if you were to tell me that the death of my father would be the worst and the best thing that ever happened to me, I, I wouldn't believe it. I mean, at the time, it was the most painful thing. But where I am now, uh, well, it's actually eight years later, is incredible. Same here. Same here. And I, I think the same thing for my dad. Same exact thing. And back then, uh, I would never have agreed with you. But now, uh, absolutely, Sandra. It, 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 it makes sense. And um, I think it's all timing that when we 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 learn things and realize things when we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And we all have our individual journeys. There's not a cookie cutter medium. There's not a cookie cutter human being. We are right. all special. We all have our own gifts and our own paths. Absolutely. Yeah. A- absolutely. No, I, I, and I I think that's that's the key is that even, uh, you know, even people that have spoken to me and said that they've taken classes and, um, you know, whether it's Reiki or what, whatever it is. And, you know, I always tell people, the one thing you have to learn is patience and also know, wh- whether it's spirit or anything else, that you, no comparison. Don't compare yourself to anybody. You, this is your own path. It's, 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 it's really, you know, your own goal. It's, it's your, your 
you're separate from everybody else and it's it's very um special and specific for you so you've got to let you've just got to let yourself your flower bloom when it's supposed to bloom uh, that's beautiful can't force a rosebud to open can you or any flower nope no and and again i don't know if this happened in the first show but my grandma Rose is always with me and she always makes a little um, uh, appearance. And with you saying the rosebud, grandma Rose is here. You bet. I love it, Sandra. I love it. <laughs> You're the medium. You just brought it through. So we are all it. souls having a human experience. Yesterday, Stephen, I interviewed a lady named uh, Nicola Farmer. And this is mind blowing. She teaches young kids how to read with blindfolds on. So literally they are blindfolded and she tells them that they can do this. So of course at a young age, they're open to believing it. And then they will open a book and they can, they're pointing to the words and they're reading it or they can tell colors or they can do arts and crafts. They're even playing catch with a ball, all completely blindfolded. And that to me is an instance that we are souls having a human experience. As we grow up, we forget, but we all have our own gifts. And whichever it is that you're passionate about or you want to pursue, you know, go for it. But we are special. That's incredible. That really is incredible. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yeah, absolutely. That was episode 281, and we are on 282. So before we close the episode, I just want to talk a little bit, because you have said yes to my invitation to do a demonstration at our live event, which is going to be called We Don't Die Boston, February 22nd to 24th, 2019. Thank you. Are you can I almost jumped out the window when you asked me. <laughs> I was so excited about this, Sandra. Oh, it's great. I, I've, it'll be my guests that have been on the show before, people like Sonia Rinaldi and uh, Scott Milligan, myself, a few new people that you'll meet. Just what I think is going to be the best education, information, inspiration, um, that life after death is real, comfort through grief, and even do a couple exercises to let us all know that we are more than just our skin and bones. We really are souls having a human experience. But I invite our listener to come to that if you can. Uh, February 22nd through 24th, we don't die boston.com is the website. Stephen, any closing words or things, something you're inspired to share before we end the episode? And well, well, there's, there's a lot this, this goes just so quickly, but I will just in closing, say that tomorrow, morning and i'm not sure if this will air afterwards or not which is fine because it will be on it will be on facebook but i will um be on wjr channel 10 rhode island on what's called coffee break with um frank coletta this is a, a an anchor um person who's been with the the um, same station for 40 years and um i am going on to just talk about my life as a medium and um also hopefully to do a reading oh congratulations it's it's fed through um, Facebook Live. So if you go on, you have to be on Facebook, but it's on the Facebook WJR uh, Channel 10 Facebook, and it's going to every day they do the, um, uh, it's called Coffee Break, and they do um, this daily, and I'm really excited about doing it. Yes, I'm excited about you doing it also. And what I will do, because most likely most of the listeners will hear this after the fact, but I will attach the link to that video um, just below this episode on YouTube so you can watch it. And oh, Sandra, thank you. Kudos to you also for being um, having that in a beautiful article in the Boston Globe newspaper. The Boston Globe, thank you for bringing that up. And um, I deal. was the first, first attorney slash medium to be profiled in um, Mass Lawyers Weekly, which is a, a conservative newspaper, but um, I was also in that too. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I'm so proud of you. No, Sandra, as I am of you. Oh, thanks. We've got a good friendship. And then Elix has been interviewed on this show before, Elix Cintron. And also he is my coach, business and life. And all these great things that I'm up to, he's usually my man behind the scenes encouraging me that I can take risks and I can go for it and I can make a difference and I'm the one. And so every time I step out of my comfort zone, it's usually because there's a little nudge 
from him. So I hear your puppies in the background. Uh, you can go to Stephen's website at stephenthemedium.com. And I also encourage anyone to listen to past episodes of Through the Static with, with Stephen or listen to a live show and possibly call in and get a reading. And you can find out more at wararadio.com and just go to the the hosts and you can see through the static with Stephen the medium. Stephen, thank you for being our guest today. Are you kidding? Thank you for having me for a second time. I'm, I'm, I'm very privileged that I, I've been able to do this twice. So, oh, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to look down and if there's anybody that has a record more than me, then I'm going to be back on because I want to be first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do love how this all works. Cause when I hired Elix as my coach and he says, uh, did you know my husband is a medium? I'm like, no. And and, and it's like, because I think the spirit world has a really good sense of humor, putting the people together where they need to be. And um, anyways, for our listener, thank you for taking the time to listen. Our home base for this show is wedontdieradio.com. And now you can find 282 episodes. Wow. Um, and also a very healing audio called How to Survive Grief, because I do know the pain of grief. And if you're somebody who's experiencing the physical death of a loved one right now, with all my heart, I am sorry what you're going through. Um, Unfortunately, I feel the only way to the other side of grief is to go right through it. But I will give you everything I've got through these episodes, uh, and even a free copy of my book to help you. So there's a healing audio called How to Survive Grief at WeDon'tDieRadio.com. Also a link it says just read a few chapters of my book. It's really the whole book. And chapter 10 is just about grief. So another invitation, come to we don't die boston.com. It will be a lot of fun. You'll meet friends you will have for the rest of your life and be in the hands of those who love you, both in this world and your loved ones from the other side. And we will prove it to you. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. Always delighted to be your host on We Don't Die Radio. I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. Go check out stephenthemedium.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. 